This is the Voice Over Work podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services. Today is Sunday, September 12, 2021. On the podcast today, we'll take a little deeper look into a book introduced in a previous podcast with a chapter-by-chapter look at The Health Habit. 27 Small Daily Changes for Physical Energy, Mental Peace, and Peak Performance. Written by Nick Trenton, narrated by Russell Newton. Chapter 1. Morning Routine. Choosing the kind of routine you should have in the morning. Let's start with the first step then. Not all morning routines are created equal. There's no one-size-fits-all and no cheat code when it comes to creating any useful habit in life. It's no use looking to inspirational figures or admired celebrities and asking what they do every morning. If it doesn't work for your life, then it doesn't work, period. So if you read somewhere that Benjamin Franklin used to get up at 4 o'clock every morning, that doesn't mean that diligently setting your alarm for that time will bring you any closer to a healthier, happier lifestyle. That said, having a morning routine is important, however you choose to go about having one. When deciding on what kind of routine to go for, remember these rules. It has to work for you and your life. Give yourself some time to try it out, but don't be afraid to drop it and try something better if it really isn't working for you. Take responsibility. It's up to you and you alone to improve your life. Nobody else can do it for you. Why a morning routine is so important. You might start implementing a morning routine for one reason and be pleasantly surprised that it has some positive side effects in other areas of your life. Discipline is funny like that. It has a tendency to spill over into other areas of your life. Getting up on the right side of the bed, so to speak, can prime the rest of your day for success. Mornings are important since they set the tone for everything that follows. Before I set up a proper morning routine for myself, I wasted a lot of time, to put it mildly. I dragged myself out of bed, after snoozing my alarm clock more times than I care to admit, and then immediately went for coffee to cancel out the previous night's late bedtime. Chapter 2. Dedication. What it means to be dedicated. When it comes down to it, dedication is about commitment. It's when we purposefully and intentionally devote our time, energy, and attention to the things we most care about and value. When we've consciously made the decision for ourselves that we want to be better or to make a change, it's a moment when we summon energy within ourselves to power that change. Many of us can summon energy for a little while and make grand plans for the goals we'd like to achieve, but the trick is also to sustain that energy over time long after the initial enthusiasm for the goal has fizzled off and the hard work begins. Dedication is the promise you make to yourself that you will continue despite difficulties and obstacles. This promise keeps you going from the moment you begin, through the difficult slog, and out the other side when you achieve your goal. It's a commitment. Why Dedication Matters When it comes to leading a healthier lifestyle, being dedicated is actually non-negotiable. 
You simply cannot make and maintain any real lifestyle change if you don't have the dedication required. I'd like to say that there are tips and tricks to make the process easier. In fact, you're holding a book of tips and tricks in your hands right now. But the truth is, none of it matters unless you make that decision to actually do them. Not just once, but over and over again. Being dedicated doesn't just help you achieve your goals, uproot bad behaviors, and replace them with better ones. It boosts your confidence, too. When you hold firm in your principles and stick to your word, you feel strengthened and proud about your ability to follow through. You feel more... Chapter 3. Focus and Mentality What to Focus On You're probably noticing a pattern here. Real change takes awareness, dedication, and consistency. Becoming healthier is not a single event that happens once and never again. Rather, it's something we constantly work on. We stay dedicated, even when there are temptations all around. We stay dedicated, even when others try to undermine us. We stay dedicated, even when faced with our own blind spots, weaknesses, and bad habits. Starting with a structured, healthy morning routine and moving through the day with commitment and regular check-ins, we arrive at an essential part of the change process, our mindset. Whether you call it your attitude, your approach, your perception, or your mindset, the things that you choose to focus on will invariably be the things that end up dominating your life. It's really as simple as that. Focus on negativity, lack, and what you dislike, and you amplify these things in your life. Focus on the positive and what you can do to grow and learn, and that's what your life becomes filled with. Life changes when we take action to change it. Taking action comes from the goals we set. We form our goals because of what we focus on. Our focus is determined by our attitude or mindset, so the root of change then is the mindset. Why Mindset Matters Our attitude is a narrative frame of reference that organizes how we think and feel, how we make sense of life, how we interpret events, and what we think is possible. It affects everything, including how we communicate, how we appraise risk, our response to adversity, and how we set goals. It goes a lot deeper than simply be popular. Chapter 4. Night Routine For all the good reasons you want a morning routine, you want a nighttime routine. In the morning, you gear up, set your intention for the day, and fine-tune your laser focus so that day is everything it can be. At night, though, the process switches to concluding what's already happened during the day so you can set things to rest, have a good night's sleep, and start fresh again the next day. Something to consider. If you don't think you're a morning person, the real problem might be that you are, in fact, having bad evenings that then reflect in difficult mornings. It's not impossible to have a brilliantly productive and calm morning when you've had a bad time the night before, but it's incredibly difficult. Think of your evenings as setting the stage for the day that follows. What kind of routine should I have at night? Any routine that lets you cement the good and learn from the bad from the day, just past, is a good night routine. Similarly, just as a morning routine helps you wake up and start your engines, a night routine helps you wind them down again and ease into deep rest for the night.
You should have a routine that is tailor-made to you and your goals and is realistically possible for you. It should be like a perfect full stop at the end of a great productive day. What you do before bed matters, and here's why. If you start your day in a stressful rush, you carry that energy with you into everything else you do, adopting a mindset that's exactly what you don't want when trying to live a healthy, purpose-driven life. If you have chaotic or stressful nights, insomnia, or simply pass out from exhaustion without taking the time to digest the day, you're putting yourself in that... For five, overcoming bad days. Two things are true when you're trying to make a lifestyle change. You can do it. It is possible. Others, just like you, have done it. And you will, too, if you set your mind to it. There will be challenges. There will be setbacks. There will be bad days, guaranteed. No plan to succeed would go very far without a plan for how to manage the inevitable setbacks. And those setbacks really are inevitable. Are you going to face these obstacles with utter surprise and disappointment? Or are you going to be prepared and ready to overcome them regardless? What if you want to give up? It's normal to want to give up. Change is hard. And there's a good reason you've stayed so long in your comfort zone. It's comfortable. That means striving to be better can be uncomfortable. This isn't a sign that anything is wrong or that you have to stop. It's just a sign that you're changing, pushing your boundaries, and working hard. We've spoken a lot about positive mindset, but your attitude to failure is just as important in defining your outcome. You will slip up eventually. The only variable is how you will respond to it. Firstly, don't see it as failure at all. Picking out one day when you promise you to eat better or skipping a few workouts aren't the end of the world. It's data. Instead of going into judgment mode and wallowing in self-hate or self-pity, or worse, giving up entirely, become curious about why you slipped up and what you can learn for next time around. Were your expectations too high? And did you try to make quantum leaps when baby steps would have been better? Chapter 6. Reaching Milestones Kinds of Goals to Set for Yourself The recurring themes of this book? Reaching your goals takes strategic determination, consistency, and patience. But now, let's turn to the question of the goals you should be aiming for in the first place. All of our efforts, setting up good morning and evening routines, having contingency plans for obstacles, fine-tuning your mindset, all of them are in service of the big prize at the end, our goals. It's not something you might have given too much thought, but the quality of your goals makes a huge difference to your ability to achieve them. People can waste time working toward an outcome that they actually realize was unimportant once they achieve it, or once started, they see that they've bitten off way more than they can chew. Right now, you have a desire to be healthier, and you know that you need to make changes to get there. The way you frame your goals forms the paving stones covering the distance from where you are now to where you desire to be. Effective goals 
are what are called SMART goals. S. Specific. M. Measurable. A. Achievable. R. Realistic. T. Time-bound. So, a good goal is, I want to eat five servings of fruit and veggies every day in the upcoming month. A bad goal is, I want to watch my diet a bit more closely, or I want to be more fit. Why is goal setting important? If you set a vague, wishy-washy, or unrealistic goal, this has been The Health Habit, 27 Small Daily Changes for Physical Energy, Mental Peace, and Peak Performance, written by Nick Trenton, narrated by Russell Newton. Copyright 2021 by Nick Trenton. Production copyright by Nick Trenton. Please be sure to visit Amazon.com or Audible.com for more information on this book and the author. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With an eclectic collection of insights, knowledge, and trivia from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Overwork podcast brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.